Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role, my mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hi, welcome to this solo episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast. I'm Emma Louise, and this episode was inspired by a question that a one-on-one client asked me a few weeks ago, which really made me take some time and sit back and think. And she said to me, why does coaching sometimes feel amazing and then it sometimes feels so hard? And as someone that has coached a lot of clients and as someone that has worked with many coaches myself, I completely understood what she meant. This feeling of coming off some calls, feeling amazing, I can conquer the world. And then also coming off calls and just feeling so drained and a little bit despondent. So I wanted to dive into why coaching can feel really hard and why that's actually okay. So many people want to work with a coach because they want someone to support them. They want the accountability. They want someone to help them get results faster, obviously. And they see coaches that are sharing their clients' results, or they see people giving a credit to their coaches to say, just had an amazing session with my coach. But no one really talks about the how and what can actually happen like during coaching. So I've been coaching now since 2009, and I've worked with well over 150 clients now. And it doesn't matter if they were executives, if they were life coaching clients, if they were training air traffic controllers, all entrepreneurs who I work with now, I've seen this same pattern play out so many times. And that will be that me as the coach makes a suggestion of something. And then the client looks at me like I've literally just landed from Mars. Like I'm insane. If I'd asked them to saw one of their limbs off, they wouldn't have looked as shocked. And it's because as their coach, I'm seeing their potential and I'm leading them towards their big vision. So usually I'm already out three, six, maybe even 12 months ahead in their business in my mind when I'm making suggestions to them. But for where they are right now, where their mindset is right now, with the experience they have of business right now, the nervous system right now, all of these things, the energetic capacity, the things that I suggest are a stretch. And they feel really uncomfortable to the client because they are new, they are different, and because they haven't encountered it before, Our nervous system and our subconscious can really kick in and give that resistance right away because it's something foreign. It's something we're not familiar with, something we haven't tried. So it feels stretchy. And sometimes clients will give like a hard no right away. They'll just go, no, no, I'm not doing that. Or no, that doesn't feel aligned is one that quite often comes out. But they haven't actually had time to sit and process it. It's just that initial reaction of no, because... If I asked you to go and do something that feels really stretchy, you would probably be like, I can't do that. That's how our brains work. That's how our subconscious works. It's trying to keep us safe. 
But 99% of the time, they do ease into it. Over time, it feels they play it around in their mind, they sit with it, they feel into it, and then it feels more comfortable. And most of the time, they then decide to do it. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of this in case it sounds a bit conceptual. So one of my clients, it was about her marketing. And I said, why don't we start pitching you to be a guest on some podcasts? And she literally looked horrified. Me, I can't be a guest on a podcast. So why not? You do video. And it just felt so alien to her. Literally, every, all of her defences went up. She was like, no, no I'm, not, I'm not ready. So then we talked through that. What would you need to be ready? And the truth is, you're never going to feel ready the first time you do something because being ready usually means that we've experienced it before and we know what we're doing. So when it's something new like that, it can feel really like a big, hard no. So the reason I mentioned this story in particular, because it's quite funny, about two months later, when she filled out her questionnaire before our call and I said, what's been more of a challenge this week in the questionnaire? She said that she had booked too many podcast interviews. <laughs> she had agreed to too many and it had actually exhausted her being an introvert. So we'd gone in the space of two months. So her going, I can't be a guest on a podcast to I'm doing too many podcast interviews. So we were able to laugh at that. I was like, the U of eight weeks ago didn't think it was possible for you to do one. And now like the problem, like first of all problems is that you've got too many. So it's really important to hold that vision and know that what a coach will suggest to you is probably going to be pushing your edges and pushing you outside your comfort zone because otherwise you'll just be making the same actions and doing the same things. And if you're just making the same actions and doing the same things, you're going to get the same results. If you've hired a coach to get different results or better results or growth, then you are going to have to do those things that are new and different and feel scary the first time you do them. Another example of this is a client where I suggested a new package based on the team that she's built, based on the work that she's doing, the clients that she's got. And I suggested this new package, which was only adding a few additional things that actually her team would take care of, not her personally. And she was just like, nope, nope, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. No, nope, I'm not doing that. It was literally like that. About half an hour later on the call, she was like, what do you think it would look like? So the curiosity kicked in then, and then we could start to have a discussion about it. And it took about 24 hours before she messaged me in Slack and she was like, yeah, I'm on board with it. This makes sense. This is where I want my business to go. And she has since sold one of those packages. So my point there being, it will stretch. If I'd have just said something that felt easy, if your coach is suggesting things and they feel easy and you're implementing them with ease, then you would have to question, are you seeing growth? Are you seeing results? Are things changing? Or are you in that mentality of feeling like you're doing something? So when we are perfectionists, overthinkers, high achievers, any of these things, type A, which I know so many people in my audience are, the temptation can be, I've got a coach and I'm going to do all the things they tell me and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell them that I did everything and I'm going to get a pat on the head and I'm going to feel like a good girl and I'm going to feel really productive. I'm going to feel like I've done loads of stuff because I've ticked everything off my to-do list. But that's not really the point of it. 
So are the things on your to-do list actually challenging you? Are they actually driving your business forwards? Are they actually challenging your own beliefs about yourself and what you're capable of so that you can get to that next level? Okay, so the way I look at it is, although it's really hard to see the discomfort on their faces and to see how they feel about it, because I can see that straight away when I suggest something like this, I would be doing them a disservice if I didn't encourage them outside of their comfort zone. That is what they have invested for. They have invested for growth. So therefore, that is what I am providing. So whatever side of this you're on, whether you're a coach, whether you are the client, it's really important to remember that there are certain aspects where it may feel uncomfortable for both parties, but it's the thing that your client needs to grow and you would actually be letting them down by not providing them with that option or not giving them the support to take that action, okay? So another thing is seeing the problem behind the problem, okay? So let's say the problem, in quotes, is this client wants to raise their prices, but they can't because, in their opinion, no one in their audience will pay that price. So that's their problem. They go, oh, I don't have anyone that will pay that, so I can't raise my prices, okay? But what if the actual issue or the problem behind the problem is imposter syndrome? What if it's actually a money mindset issue of what will I do with this extra money? What if it's self-worth? I don't deserve this money. There are so many other layers that can be underneath that because quite often when we have a superficial reason for not doing something, there will be something else underneath it. And when as a coach, I hold the mirror up to that person to say what's really going on here, what's really going on underneath, it can feel really horrible, okay? It can feel very exposing and it needs us to be very vulnerable as clients. And when I say the thing that they know deep down, but they don't want to hear it, okay? Because hearing it means that they will need to deal with it and dealing with it means growth and discomfort. So quite often they know that it's the thing that's holding them back, but it's still really hard to hear someone say, look, could this be that you're self-sabotaging? Could this be to do with your self-worth? Because it's much easier to sit in the superficial problem, right? So stretching to try new things or implement strategies that will be beneficial to the next level of their business or their mindset, okay? And being honest with themselves about is something a fact or is it just a story that they've told themselves to keep themselves safe or is it a belief that they've picked up along the way? Like Looking at those two things, so stretching to try the new things and getting really honest about their facts and stories, that's exactly why clients get the results they get. That is what comes out of the coaching, okay? And that is why it can sometimes feel really hard and really uncomfortable. If you are in a coaching relationship now and you are being coached and it feels hard and it feels stretchy, know that is probably a good thing, okay? Your subconscious is probably going to be screaming out, this feels wrong and this is the wrong coach for you and you don't want to be doing this and don't listen to them, you know better and all of that. But that takes us to be responsible for ourselves and really question, like, where is that voice coming from? Is that voice coming from a place of fear? Is that voice coming from a place of, this feels uncomfortable because it's different to anything that I've done before. And if you are considering hiring a coach, then 
I would suggest setting this expectation, like going into any coaching relationship, knowing that you want a certain result from it. And that result is going to mean doing things differently. It's going to mean doing more of things that you haven't done before. It's going to mean examining your own thoughts and beliefs a lot more and changing them if they don't support the future that you want to create. So it's not just about the accountability. It's not just about being told that you're doing well. And it most definitely is not about being told what to do. Coach should encourage you to think critically and make your own decisions and support you in doing that. But what it will do as a coach and client relationship is it will help you to grow into the next version of yourself. So that is just a short and sweet episode that I wanted to share with you. So if you are experiencing any of that, to know that it is totally normal and there is a very kind of glamorized and glossy kind of perception of coaching in the online space and rightly so it is an amazing tool and it is one of the most empowering things that we can do is to work on ourselves and our own development but also knowing that there is discomfort in that growth and know that is perfectly normal and also that is to be expected Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me, where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible.